The FujiCast is an independent loading zone production. Kev, are you feeling nervous? Uh, what? I'm always feeling nervous when I'm speaking to you, Neil. Well, <laughs> there's no... It's only me. You give me the heebie-jeebies. No, I don't. Don't be daft. Um, I, but I, I, I know that you've got a very... You're going to be laid out. You're, that sounds a bit ominous. And they're, fun. and they're going in. They're going in. Dentist, Kev. Dentist. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Keep up with me. I, I am. I am going to spend the afternoon with the the lady that's colloquially known in Malmesbury as the butcher from Bratislava. <laughs> no, not really. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Have you ever seen Steve Martin in uh, A Little Shop of Horrors? No, but I think I saw him down the co-op once. No, not the. No, not no. Surely not Steve Martin down your co-op. No, can't be. Oh, but, I thought you meant Steve Martin, who plays for Mar- uh, Malmesbury Vicks. No, not, not that Steve. No, 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 no. Steve, Steve Martin, the, uh, the the movie star, who was in Little Shop of Horrors, and he plays the part of the dentist really, really well. He he drives a, a big motorbike. He wears all leather. He's the kind of dentist you just don't want to meet. Um, but you're making her sound a little bit like that. She's all right. She's really nice. She's really pleasant. But um, yeah. Do you have a television on your ceiling? No. <laughs> yeah, we do. We have a. Te- and my dentist, there's a television on the ceiling, and you choose the channel you want to watch. If you're in there for a little while, it might be a bit of a film. Sounds like you're going to be in for a film. How long are you in there for then, Kev? A couple what, of hours. Couple yeah. of hours. Oh, you could probably. Well, I don't know. You might be able to fit in um, Hunger Games in that time if that's come to. <laughs> there's no te- there's no telly on top of the, <laughs> no. the, the, the ceiling in my uh, NHS dentist. I can tell you. Oh, clearly going to the wrong kind of dentist. The Fuji cast. Well, Kev, I'll be thinking of you this afternoon while while you're while you're in dentist having having your treatment. I go to NHS by the way as well. It's not like I'm, I I think you get this feeling like I'm going to a different kind of dentist with TV. On the ceiling, Kev. Is oh, it? you are. You're going to take <laughs> TVs on the ceiling, yeah. aren't you? <laughs> but they're not that expensive to put TVs on ceilings. I'm, sh- I'm sure. Have you seen the cars that are in the dental car and the dentist car parks? There's no such thing as a as a poor dentist, is there? Ever? It's not a job I'd like to do. I have to say, even though I think they do very well, they do a, they do a good job for us. Amazing job. Um, right. Welcome to the the, the Fuji Cast. You and your uh, males, your uh, your questions that you've sent in via Facebook or all that you've sent in via click at fujicast.co.uk. Um, we've had a few in of late, so uh, so thank you for those. I can't believe in a couple of weeks, Kev, when we do this, it'll, it'll, we'll literally be knocking on the door of Christmas. Of Christmas, Kev. Can you believe it? One year has gone by so quickly. Jingle bells, jingle bells, we've got an announcement for you. Oh, we have, and that's a really nice segue into... Go on, Kev, we're teasing a little bit with this, though, aren't we? Well, we've teased about it a bit over the, the last 12 months, I think, pretty yeah, uh, much. OK, but the teasing's becoming even more of a tease. Yeah, so I think we can we can now um, safely assume that our next uh, Fujicast meetup will is happening on the Saturday... Second yep. of March, two thousand and twenty-four. It will be at the House of Photography, yep. and it's going to be slightly different to the way we've done it before. So we're going to have um, some speakers, i.e., physical human speakers, rather than Neil's sound speakers. So, and, <laughs> work workshop sort of thing, yeah, yeah. workshop type stuff. Yeah. And um, there may or may not be some other um, nice stuff to look at at the, at the House <laughs> of Photography around then. I don't know. <laughs> 
Um, however, I would say... <laughs> Go put your thumb screws on you there, Kev. What, may, gonna, or, what may or may not be shown? At the- <laughs> I really have no idea, but I, I think timing-wise it might be appropriate for yeah, yeah. people. Anyway, so what we're going to do is we have got um, we've got the wonderful Mr. Whisper who's yes. going to come along yeah. and do a talk. We had him on the show, didn't we, last oh, well. year? Yeah, Mr. Whisper. We did have him on the show. Amazing mind, stuff. One yeah. of the best yeah. street photographers oh. of the modern generation. Yep. Uh, if you haven't, if you don't know Mr. Whisper, um, have a look at his Instagram channel as a starting point and everything else. Mr. Whisper, yep. about his real name is lovely bloke. Um, Emily Renier is also going to do an hour's talk for us. Uh, Neil is going to do a talk. What are you going to do your talk on, Neil? Well, I've called it the marriage of sound and photographs because it's mainly about weddings, weddings and street, but um, weddings. So I just thought I thought it was quite clever, Kev. Marriage of sound and stills, maybe. Yes, I don't know. you're very clever. <laughs> I, I um, I'll also do an hour's talk on um, probably because I feel like everybody's seen all of my pictures. I I will be I'll show some pictures, but it will be mostly about business, business. marketing, branding, yes. that kind of stuff. So if you are a wedding photographer, street photographer, any kind of photographer really, and want to um, have a nice day with a whole load of other like-minded people at the Fujifilm House of Photography on the 2nd of March. We will be doing that. We will then also record a live show um, in the evening. There will be drinks and nibbles, and then we'll probably just go to the pub. So um, we will, because there is a um, reasonable cost involved in this, there will be a fee. However, it's not huge, I don't think. Well, not not when you consider... We're not going to tell people about it just yet. But not when you consider, Kev, you've got Mr. Whisper... Uh, you've got Emily, her wedding business is, is is flying. You've got you talking about business. I'm bringing up the rear view, pardon the expression, talking about a workshop on sound and stills together. So if it's something, if you think in 2024, what, how am I going to, what, what's going to differentiate my business? There's loads of stuff, loads of ideas. So for, no, Kev, I think it's a snip and I know what the snip is and I'm not just talking about your teeth. Uh, yes, indeed, my teeth. And so... <laughs> Um, however, we will be offering our lovely patrons who have yeah. supported us all through, uh, well, the last two years, I think, patrons been going. If you're not a patron, by the way, you can also become a patron straight away for the price of a coffee. And that will give you early access to this because we can only have 50 people. So we will be offering this up to our patrons from today for the next two weeks until the next show. Thereafter, we will likely, if there's any seats left, we will likely announce it. And it's a special price for the patrons, isn't it? Yeah. Did you just say that? I don't know. I, I didn't say that, but right. you said it, so right. that's fine. Okay. Between us, we said it. So, there so we go. in summary, 2nd of March, 2024, at put, the Fujifilm House of Photography, yeah, yeah. a full day of talks from very, very established photographers in lots of different genres. Andreas, or yeah, probably Andreas, will also be there to give a, um, chats and talks and all kinds of other stuff. You, you can touch and try all kinds of other things. Maybe even <laughs> there will be free drinks. <laughs> oh, I wonder what you're going to say then. Put the thumb screws um, on and maybe there will even be dot, 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 dot. And uh, yeah, it will be, it'll be fun. It'll be great. Yes, Those who have come yeah, to yeah. the um, events we've done before know that they're really good fun. And then we go to Yates's. O'Neill's we went to Oh, it's O'Neill's, time. not Yates's. Yeah. I don't think we can go there this time because it was too loud. They, I, I know. Hear anybody. We've all become older, Kev. What was that you said? What was that? Oh, I can't hear. Say that again. Yeah, we'll go to Weatherspoons on, on uh, Leicester Square. Well, is that going to help it, Kev? It's just as it's, noisy in there. Yeah, no music. No music. Not in Weatherspoons. I'll bring my guitar. Yes, that's what we'll do. Oh, I'll go to <laughs> O'Neill's. 
so in we're, we're doing a, a Patreon pop-up show this week, and uh, we'll have more details for you on the Patreon pop-up. Oh, yes, we will. I mentioned, too, for pick-time.com, who we'll get to questions in a moment, Kev. Pick-time.com, who uh, support us on this show. Now, of course, is a very important time. If you're trying to make Christmas sales with your uh, with your pictures. I, I would imagine there's various deadlines flying around now for uh, for those uh, for, for the printers. Certainly, the album manufacturers reckon we're right on deadline now. So, if you're if you're selling your 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 photographs in time for Christmas, pick time really important. What are you doing, Kev? Uh, what for Christmas? No, 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 for pick time for your sales. Oh uh, well, I did a. Uh, they they call them the holiday blast if you like so i did a blast and like yeah i got some stuff people buying prints for their husbands wives you know weddings that went on this year um so all of that kind of stuff is good but the the automation of it is the best part Mm. you know you just press a button it does the rest it's amazing pretty good i've had a couple of portrait shoots this last couple of weeks which i've used as delivery client delivery and so with my portrait shoots what i do is i give them a fee the fee for the shoot and then i give them a discount voucher for prints so and uh yeah they've well two of the three the third one's only just had their images sent to them but the other two have ordered prints which is nice they'll go off to digital lab who is the lab i have set up in my system and uh yeah they'll have them in time for christmas lovely go to pick hyphen time.com and then if you put in the word Fujicast, if you're joining, all uppercase, of course, then you get one month free. And it's the it's what myself and Kev use, isn't it, Kev? It is. It's what we actually pay for. And I know that because yeah. my fee went out yesterday. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think my fee it is, you know, up. it's one of those, it's like art list and pick time and everything. You just never, I, I, rough, I have a vague guess that it's at the end of the year and then they both happen within about know, a week of yeah. each other. Oh. But it's all right. You're making money out of it, Kev. I make, yeah, no, no problem with pick time. Artlist. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, you need Artlist. I your, do need Artlist. Actually, your, Artlist is your, very, very good. It's for very your good. films, for your films. Yes. Right. Which I've started doing more of. I, now I've got my YouTube studio set up in the studio. You're like a proper YouTuber all now. Done. Yeah. I've got it all done. I've got a new desk. got a new standy uppy city downy desk. got a new monitor. Oh, have you got light. one of those ones that you press Back a button lights. and it goes bzzz, Yeah. And it's ready. Yeah, it's very wow. good, actually. Very, I really. I like didn't it. see that. Why didn't I? Why didn't I get that? I normally get all the. See, I these days my YouTube is populated with AFTV stuff. Whenever AFTV release something, I get it straight away. But I missed your one. I know. I don't let I'll be watch on my YouTube log on because it will be just cluttered with Arsenal. You're right. Oh no, but that's me. I choose to watch it. I love Robbie on AFTV. But I haven't seen your one, so I'm going to have to look it up. Kevin Marlin's Photography. Right, while I'm looking up your YouTube channel to see your new your new, uh, your new, It's setup. my review of the Viltrox 27. Ah, so no, I didn't, see, oh, I didn't get that one. For you, maybe. Yeah. Who knows? Oh, anyway, there you I did are. that before I had my studio set up, so it's not quite as oh, clean. it's not quite the same. All right. But, but the one go. two days anyway. ago, Fujifilm X-Trans 3, stunning black and white in seconds. Ah, uh, that's a short. That's oh. my first ever short YouTube short. How did you feel about making a short? I felt like a hipster. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. Actually, it was Albie that said, you've got to do shorts, Dad. That's what everybody watches. And I was like, what's a short? I didn't even know what a short was. And short he showed me, and I was like, oh, well, do you make money from shorts? And he said, I don't know. So I looked into it, and the answer is no. No, you don't know. You, no. you, you, you get more views, apparently. Yeah. I, what I noticed was it did bring in a handful of subscribers instantly. 
which right. was that's then it's done its job for me yeah. and it took it like you can only be a minute long and it took me maybe eight minutes to make so go cool. next kev you're going to be making tiktoks tiktoks yeah you're going to be dancing to to songs and stuff no. I, can't, I can't wait for that day no. <laughs> should we do some questions right yeah. who's going first you or me you i i was dreading you're going to say that because i hadn't opened the right folder I'll go first then go on then in time on a tradition, I will start with the latest question in the Facebook group, which was actually a week ago. So, hmm, mm. get your questions in, peoples. Mm. Matt's Hatling Fernblad says, Hi, right. I'm in a pretty cool situation where my workplace has bought a GFX 50S Mark II. I would have worked his company. Hang on a minute. Wow. For showcasing and documentation purposes. Doesn't right. say what his company is, by okay. the way. Uh, most of the time, it's available for me to play with, and so I have. And oh my, what a sensor. <laughs> only now my trouble is what i w- <laughs> is what i want for a lens that suits yeah. me better than the gf 3570 that they have i'm used to the xf 23 1.4 and the viltrox 56 1.4 which i feel always gives me what i need so in short i want a gfx version of either of these two but it's too bloody expensive <laughs> mm. is there any way to get the glass worthy of a gfx without risking divorce any third-party lenses worth exploring, I'm after all of them, and I'm very pleased with my Viltrox lens. Well, Kev, I think you're perfectly positioned for this because I think, I might have this wrong, but I believe you bought a GFX without Gemma knowing. I think that was one of the, it might have been a couple of years ago, but there was a box that turned up that Gemma knew nothing about. Oh, there's been loads of those. <laughs> loads but it was that one in particular, I remember you, yeah, hiding it from her. <laughs> I've got a box right here, in fact, with Gemma's Christmas present in. Give us a clue She's, what it might I be. I said to her the other day, I've got your Christmas present. She's like, oh, bloody hell, I hate it when you do that because I don't. What do you want for Christmas? And I say, it's not for me to tell you what I want for Christmas. It's for you to identify things that I would like. Oh, hang on a minute. Have you been it off and been a perfect, perfect husband? And you've, yeah, you've, you've I'm had, always perfect husband. Have you, had, have you had an idea, Kev? Ding! Uh, did, <laughs> did I, well, it's done now anyway, so there you go. Tell me uh, what it is and I'll bleep it out. No. No, but I'll bleep it out, I promise. No, you won't. You might no, I will. Not. No, I will. Yeah. I, Kev, I'm diligent with this stuff. Okay. <laughs> I've got one of those really big <laughs> that go in one of those and it's really nice. And then at the end, she can... <laughs> I'm sure she probably will. <laughs> uh, anyway, back to Bat's question. That's a so, fortune, Kev. I can't believe... Have you won the lottery? <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, it is expensive, though. Yeah. <laughs> I love her very much. And so I know you do. I know. Well, um, I just hope she's going to spend as the, much on you. The kids ain't getting anything this year, though. No. <laughs> just cold. <laughs> Go on, then. What's he going to do about this GFX? Christmas isn't for kids. It's for adults. It's for adults. Um, <laughs> yeah. So there are, you can get third party, but basically, you need a GFX adapter. A, and now I have one, and it's made by a company called Fringer. Or it might be pronounced fringer. fringer? I'm not I sure. thought it was fringer. F-R-I-N-G-E-R, I, I think, think it is. I think it's fringer. Uh, fringer. And uh, and they make a X-Mate adapter that, that you can then use on legacy lenses. Right. So I have an old Minolta lens that's about 85mm um, that works with my little fringer adapter on my GFX. Uh, the actual lens itself I got on eBay for about 150 quid. Right. Uh, obviously, it's manual focus though, so that's that's something you have to take into account. So the fringer thing won't won't that doesn't allow for autofocus. No. 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 Uh, as far as I'm aware, there isn't an AF um, version of it. Right. Uh, so it's not the adapter that does the autofocus anyway. I mean, it does pass the, the yeah, but signal. It's the, it's the linkage, isn't it? Yeah. 
but my my um, legacy lens is ancient. You know, it's like a nineteen seventies. Oh right, okay. It looks great. So that's your option. Um, you know, you're just going to have to research it really, but but make sure you get the adapter first. You yeah. won't you won't just it's you know you're as far as I'm aware. I think companies like Viltrox and uh, with the other Sigma and all those others do not make GFX third party lenses. No. As far as I'm aware, no. might be wrong, but as far as I'm aware, that's the case. Um, so the, your only option is to go through an adapter such as the Fringer one, Fringer, whatever it's called. And then you, you're pretty much free to, 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 to use whatever you want. You'll obviously need to make sure you get an adapter that's X mount to whatever mount you're interested in. But they're there. You've got options. You do have options. Mm. Or just get divorced, Matt, and then buy whatever you want. <laughs> Don't take that last bit of advice, Matt. Um, <laughs> Matt's, 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 sorry. I reckon Matt's is from, what do you reckon? Matt's Hatling Fernblad, Norway. Um, lives in Randeburg. Chingford, Essex. <laughs> Where's Randeburg? <laughs> I don't know. It's got to be Norway, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'm not quite sure. We could look it up. Um, the next one is actually a, a lens one as well, Kev. Look at this, almost planned. Veronica Barnes. Hi, guys. I have uh, some birthday money. Oh, stand by. I've been wanting to get a small walk-around lens. I've always been interested in the original 18mm lens. But then there's the 16mm f2 newer one little one quick question if you had some extra cash sounds like kev has and had a, an xe2 or xt20 which lens would you get the original 18 mil pancake or the little 16 mil f2 just based on the color aesthetic and focal length which would you buy i'm just looking for a walk around lens for for dog hikes hanging around with family and friends and a general throw in throw in my bag so a small form factor camera stroke lens combo. I don't need to make art, just photos of everyday stuff, the stuff that matters. So I think the 16mm that she's referring to is the f2.8 lens. Is it not the 2? No, it's not, is it? No. 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 There is, as far as I'm aware, there's no 2 no. f2 lens in the 16. You've got the the original 16mm f1.4 and then the mm. uh, 16mm f2.8. Well, she did, she did say, actually, that she had the 27mm original. Love the small pancake lens but didn't like not having an aperture ring. And I, I share that with you. It didn't ever feel right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'd probably go for the new 16. Would you? Based on the circumstance here. Mm. Yeah. I don't because, know how much extra cash she's got. Well, I just looked at those. Um, on they are brand new. Those 16mm 2.8 lenses are 300 and... £49 if you want a silver one, £339 if you want a black one. If you're in the UK. In the UK, yeah. yeah. That's from Wex, but I would yeah. imagine it's the same retail. Similar, everywhere. yeah. Pretty much. So, gone are those yeah, days, that's, actually. That's where, a reasonable price, I think. Yeah, I think so. I was going to say, gone are the days now where the dollar was, was that different to... It seems to be what you buy in pounds is what you buy in dollars now. Welcome to Britain. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, I mean, £349, you spend that much. Then the pub sometimes. Yeah. Well, it depends. Who, well, if we're buying the round for all those people that are coming on the uh, the, the gig on the 2nd of March, maybe yes. £8.50 a pint. No. I was in a pub the other day in London. £8.50. Oh, I, was, I, I refused. Mar- 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 I, le- I went out. <laughs> I left. I was like, I ain't paying that. I, I was up in Liverpool a couple of weeks ago, Kev, being voice of God for a particular thing. And uh, it's very. I think they think it's the first time that it's ever happened when you turn up at these gigs and they they put out a seat for a high seat for you, and just on the back it says, "God," <laughs> almost like it's the first time anybody's made that joke. You know what a voice of God is, don't you? The um, when when yeah. you, your voice is yeah. 
Anyway, I think so. Yeah, yeah. It's it's when you're at a, a big conference and they need somebody, they give it to the person that's got a face for radio, i.e., me. That you're just yeah. this sort of voice off that nobody ever sees, but you hold the whole event together, kind of thing. I'm not sure I'd be able to sit in a seat that said "God on the back." <laughs> I'd be uh, a yeah. bolt of lightning would come from nowhere. Yeah. My, my old friend upstairs would say, I, "Who I, do you think you are?" I know. I did remove the. I did remove the God sheet of paper. Anyway, I saw an amazing <laughs> organist. Uh, what was his name? A guy called Ian Tracy. The organ in the um, in the Liverpool St George's Hall is like the third biggest in the country, and it's got when he, when he, when he plays the really low note, you actually feel it going through your tummy. Yeah, incredible. Ah, oh, they're amazing. Ah, like oh, just incredible. Anyway, um, I can't remember where we were now with that, Kev. Uh, yeah, so I would suggest the sixteen mil f two point eight. Yeah, I can't remember how we went from that to God, but there we go. No idea, but nope. there we go. Sixteen mil, two point eight. I think is probably your best bet. Yeah, there was a reason I was going down that road. Must be the cold weather. Anyways, love the podcast, says Veronica. Love that I can send him random questions and you guys answer back on your experiences, not just to sell something. Um, also, I've used the pick time trial, which which we do say to sell you something with your code. It's great. Thanks for that, says Veronica. Happy customer, Kev. Happy customer indeed. Happy well customer. done. I'll try and think why I was trying. Well, there was a, what was the? Oh, no, it was the beer, Kev. It was the beer. I was in Liverpool. Uh, ah, that yeah. was the reason. And yeah. uh, it's crept to £6.50, £7 a pint in Liverpool. And I thought, uh, no, no, not here, Kev. Not in Liverpool. Surely not. The meanderings of two middle-aged men moaning about beer prices. Oh, no. There we go. People are going to tune out. It's a podcast, uh, Kev. Right, right. Next, next question. Nanto Sealens mm. says, Hi, boys. Hoping you might be able to help me. I feel like something has gone haywire when importing images from my X100F into Lightroom. Right. I haven't changed any settings with import set to as shot with camera settings for the RAF files. I've included a side-by-side comparison of Capture One on the left and Lightroom on the right. The top images are the JPEG straight out of the camera and the bottom are the RAWs straight out of the camera. Capture One RAW is much closer to the JPEG and the Lightroom RAW is much cooler. Is there anything special I should be doing in Lightroom for the RAW to match closer to the JPEG? This only seems to affect the color images with black and white images appearing to be closer. Match. Thanks in advice. So I have to look at these images now. Um, You've still got the F, haven't you? Yeah, it's it's nothing to do with the camera. This would be a Lightroom or Capture One settings thing. Um, Yeah, so I I don't use Capture One, so I'm kind of making a few guesses here. But the Lightroom seems to be doing what it should be, which is it's bringing the JPEG in and it's bringing the RAW in. I'm guessing that the um, Lightroom is then applying uh, uh, auto white balance to your raw file it won't do that to your jpeg Mm. um and i think your capture one is possibly applying white balance as shot rather than auto that's what i think might be happening so double check that in lightroom on the right hand side you can just change white balance to as shot rather than auto and it will probably be a lot closer to your jpeg good luck might not be anything to do with any of that as well no we and kev we trust hashtag Jeremy Baker. Oh, he, he is, did he come on your course the other day? He did. I seen him last week. What a lovely man. Yeah. He was a little bit late. Was he? <laughs> He's oh. fine. Then he knocked over three cups of coffee. <laughs> was he drunk? <laughs> other than that, it was fine. <laughs> so he came in late. Excuse, excuse me, everybody. Excuse me. It's like when somebody arrives late at the cinema 
and they go along a lot. Excuse me, oh god, no, excuse me, oh, and they knock your popcorn out of your hand. Then they sit down, and he knocked three cups of coffee over. He's very good. You're not giving him his, his marching orders. Go on, get him, sling your hook. Come in here, causing trouble. He bought croissants. Did it's he? Lovely. Yeah, very good. Good, right. Well, this one um, is for both of you, he says. Bit of background. There was a car magazine a while back. Oh, have you seen his Land Rover? Did he turn up in his fancy Land Rover? Oh, I don't know. He might have done, but I've got no parking at the studio, so no, they'll no. have to park elsewhere. Yeah. Oh, it doesn't, I, I have Land Rover envy when I see his car. Bit of background. There was a car magazine a while back uh, that, when interviewing well-known drivers and car-related people, would always ask, what would you do with your last gallon of petrol, i.e., which car, which road, and so on and so forth. That's not his question, by the way, but do you want to answer that one? Just if you were in a car magazine, Kev, what would you do with your last gallon of petrol? Where would you go? I'd sell it. You'd sell the petrol? If everybody only had one gallon left, I'd sell it. Well, I don't think we're in... Uh, no, we're not We're not talking about, like, end of the world last gallon No, I don't think this is Armageddon. Uh, okay, then if I had the last gallon of petrol, what would I do with it? I'd drive to another petrol station. <laughs> Forever I'm not, practical. I'm, I'm not getting involved in this the way you want me to, am I? <laughs> well, no, I just wonder where you'd, where you'd go, who you'd see. Well, it you'd depends go. where you are when you find out you've only got one gallon left. Well, that's true. I could, could be in Japan. Could be in New York. Could All be, right. If, I, if, if I'm in Malmesbury you and go, I've got one gallon left, go see Gemma. price of petrol today will get me probably to the end of my road. <laughs> that's it. You can go buy a cu- cup of coffee then, can't you? I'll go down the, the co-op and, and have a chat with Steve Martin at the yeah. fruit and veg stand. There we go. I went to your coffee shop, by the way, next to your house. I think we talked about that. They know you very well in Malmesbury. Everybody talks about you, Kev. Do they know? I, I was in there a couple of seconds, and he told me all about you. I thought, should you be telling me all this stuff? <laughs> um, anyway, he that says... Michael Thomas Butchers. Yeah. Is that where you went? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, you want to be careful. He says a lot about you. <laughs> anyway, he says, similar question, though. Uh, it's your last roll of film or 36 images on a memory card. Um, what would you capture, who or what, where and with what camera, and why is that important to you? Now, you could say it depends where I am, I might be in Japan. But let's just say you can be anywhere you like with this question, Kev. Who or what, where and with what camera? So let, let's do the who and what. I, I would imagine yours is going to be very similar to mine. Yeah, probably, you know, if you, let's just say we're both at home, right? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. it's going to be the family, isn't it? Yeah. And uh, I would reach for my original X100, FinePix X100. Ooh. That's the one I'd I'd reach for. I'd have to charge a battery, though. I'd have to dig out the old battery charger, all that kind of stuff. Have you still got it? Yeah. you still got that? Yeah, charger. yeah. I've got about 40 of those batteries. Great. But if you still have it for life. Can you find the charger? Yeah, i got the chargers as well. And the battery yeah. was different in the original X100, wasn't it? Yeah, it's one of those little slippy ones. Mine's very, very similar. The who or what would have to be that, I think. We'll get a couple of pictures of Barnes. Barney, get a picture of you. No, I wouldn't bother with the dogs. Why not? Oh, it's, no, they get on my nerves. I don't think you have the same relationship with your dogs as I have with my Barnes, do you? <laughs> yeah, my dog's older. When was, the dog, last, my... when was the last time you walked your dogs? I don't. Well, I haven't walked them in years. What? I don't. They go up the stables. They just go up the stable every day. And run around for like four hours. But don't you sort of take your camera out and go, go for a little wander, sort of you and the dog, sort of bonding? Don't you do anything? No, 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 especially not with the whippet, because literally, by the time you get two doors down the road, it will have done five dumps. <laughs> well, that's all right. It's all done. You can carry on with your walk. No, I don't like it. I don't like it. <laughs> Tell me you don't leave it there, Kev. <laughs> no, I just don't go. <laughs> <laughs> 
Whippets don't take a lot of walking, apparently. No, they don't. They don't need a lot of walking. Oh, they need I an injection it... of energy once a day, yeah. and then they sleep for the rest of the time like cats. Do they really sleep all the time? Yeah. See, yeah, I feel a bit they... guilty because Barnes is down there now. He's just having a little doze, and I'm thinking, oh, should I be entertaining him, Kev? Do I need to be entertaining him all day long? No, because it's a dog. That's why they're called dogs. <laughs> That's what Sam says. So, yeah. who or what? Yeah, it would be that. Um and I guess well, mine would be an X one hundred as well. But I've not I've not diligently kept my X one hundreds as I've gone along. I've tended to sell them, Kev. Did seemed, you have the original one? I did. And you've got rid of that? Yeah. I'd, uh, mm. yeah uh, why is that a bad thing? Oh, I don't. I don't understand why people sold that brilliant camera. Well, it wasn't a great camera, uh, so I wasn't, I wasn't. Brilliant camera. I mean, it wasn't fast. No. But the images out of it were absolutely beautiful. Well, I suppose if somebody offered me it back now, I'd like to buy it bit like my old um well i was offered the other day the uh the canon 5d and i thought oh my 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 original canon 5d which had lovely i don't know did you have the 5d or, or did you go straight in with the 5d i don't know in fact you you didn't have a 5 did you i did i had a, I had a 5d mark one which were which produced beautiful creamy files they were lovely yeah but yeah you, it was nice it yeah. did create nice images I was big. offered my original one back, and uh, and I thought, oh yeah, that one I would, and I probably would with the X100. I took there's a couple of pictures I took with that X100, particularly at weddings, where I was very very pleased. But mm. no, I, I didn't. So uh, I, so I did go through them: the S, the T, the F, the V. And so I would choose the the X100V because it, it is my it's my EDC as the youth say now, Kev. Mm. Every day is that everyday camera or everyday carry. I have no idea. I think it's. I, have no, I literally have no idea. It's too trendy, Kev. Too trendy. Yeah, I don't know, and I don't care. Right. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you, Jeremy. My world is too full of acronyms as it is. Next time you go over to Shea Kev's, um, well, lo- Kev, will, Kev will have locked the door, and certainly you'll not be allowed to drink coffee. Right. Your <laughs> yours, Kev. Yours. Right. I've got a massive one here. Mm-hmm. So, and I don't. I haven't read it yet. So, bear with. Is this one of those questions that lasts for the rest of the show? Might do. Right. I don't know. It might be one of those ones that's really long to read out, and the question at the end is short. Anyway, I better get on with it. Uh, Martin Pendry says, "I am emailing you as I recently. Well, you're not emailing though, are you, Martin? You're putting it on Facebook. I'm emailing you, stroke, putting it on Facebook, uh, as I recently attended a family wedding on the island of Ischia." in the Bay of Naples. Ooh. It was fancier than a cat in a tuxedo. <laughs> <laughs> you you will recall from your last podcast saying that Italian weddings are a different ball game. Yeah. Well, let me tell you, oh. this family was serving looks like they were on a runway, not on an English wedding aisle. It was all high heels, metallic fabrics and vibrant colours that made the Italian sunshine jealous. Oh. Coming from Norway, oh, there's another Norway one today. Coming from Norway, yeah. Uh, where being fashionably late means arriving 10 minutes early and waiting not to be late. We strutted into the church on a cool 20 minutes before the ceremony. Mm. The place was decked out in flowers and tourists were wandering around appreciating the historical vibes. Apart from the flowers, there was zero sign of a wedding about to go on. We waited outside and just as we were starting to wonder if we got the time wrong, a convoy of cars honking like a parade of enthusiastic ducks <laughs> rolled through announcing the groom's grand entrance. I love his writing. My, <laughs> my husband texted his sister, yeah. baffled as to the whereabouts of the rest of the family. Yeah. 20 minutes fashionably late, the bride graced us with her presence to the symphony of honking horns in an open top <laughs> VW Beetle. Sounds Perfect. great, doesn't it? It does. Now, <laughs> he goes on to say, now, mm. picture this. Oh. The ceremony kicks off, and I'm watching not one, not two, 
but a whole team of photographers and a videographer doing their thing. There's even someone wandering around snapping Instax pics like a wedding paparazzi Olympics. <laughs> I couldn't help but chuckle, imagining both of your voices in my head. <laughs> one one photographer got so cosy with the priest that I swear, at one point, he was almost using the poor guy's shoulder as a makeshift tripod. No. <laughs> let's let's see if the wedding album turns into a spot the photographer challenge yeah right fast forward to the wedding breakfast or whatever fancy italian terms they have for it uh we all got individual or couple close-ups with the bride and groom and group photos galore yeah. i lucked out and dragged my husband and his five out of six siblings for a family snapshot on the side that's the size of a family blimey attached is my photo showcasing how our stealthy photographer ninjaed in from behind the priest for that up close and personal shot of the happy couple mm. thank you for sharing your experiences of weddings as it made me smile when i saw such a contrast at this family wedding yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay so there isn't a question no also as it wasn't an email, it was posted on Facebook. There isn't an attached picture. So unless you got the email as well. No, I, I I'm, well, I, I'm looking down my list here. Can't see his name. No. Nothing from Martin Pendry. No, right. No, okay. No, no, so, no, no. well, in that case, um, all I can say about that was it was a wonderful read. <laughs> Very entertaining. <laughs> yeah. And I hope you had a lovely day. Nice story. <laughs> I know I like stories like that. It's pretty. I've done Italian weddings in the past and they are like that. They are very, you know, like they think. They, when they arrive, they arrive in style. Yeah. And and then it's just like full on. Not very Italian, though, mm. uh, arriving in a Beetle. I'd want, I'd want a fleet of um, Fiat 500s. Yeah, Fiat 500s, yeah. yeah. soft top ones. Yeah. Um, but I've never shot a wedding in, in Italy. Have you, have, was yours on Lake Como? Probably was. No, no in the mine, was in, mine was in Rome. Oh, oh very nice. I've done, I've done one in Rome and one in, um, then by the bottom you bet. <laughs> at the bottomy bit yeah um oh uh, near sicily or no not on the island no but down that down that end oh, near okay. the near the heel ah very yeah, in the sticky out bit somewhere no well um it is a very different way of working can you imagine that kev if you were uh, see on my contract i have a uh an i will be the only photographer clause um and that's not because i'm being um, billy big boots or anything but because I've always been a little bit nervous of attending an event where suddenly you become part of this massive crew of photographers. It just wouldn't mm. work with the way that I work. And I know it wouldn't work with the way that you work. Uh, it no. would feel intensely awkward, wouldn't it? And, it? and and I put that in because it did happen once to me. And I I vowed never again. This Because if they said to me, no, we, we one family's got that photographer, we've got that one, then that one's got a video. I just couldn't work like that. It would just be odd wouldn't it yeah be difficult put it that yeah. way yeah, yeah yeah right you'll go dragos mandash we've got some cracking names today kev yeah, um that is a cool name isn't it i have been you now this is very we could have had this um we could have slipped this one in next to the question you had about capture one um hi kev neil uh i've been using c1 since 2017 i own three Fuji X100s. He's got the T, the, the F, and the V together with the uh, with the X100 conversion lenses. So he's got the WCL X100 and TCL. So one's the mm -hmm. wide, one's the teleconverter, isn't it? I'd love mm -hmm. it if um, I'd love it if one of the teleconverters would this not be possible, Kev? Could actually um, be more similar to the 56 mil because the wide angle adapter is is um, is similar to I'm just thinking of full frame terms now 28 mil. What would that be then? Uh, anyway, but the the longer the longer throw uh, doesn't get you to the 56 area, does it? 
What does that get you to? The T. I'm sorry, I stopped listening. <laughs> sorry. No, I was well, playing, help me I, out. Here, I, was, Kev. I was playing a game of chess. <laughs> the TCL, Kev. What is I the completely T? Don't, what I was know. the question? Well, well, I'm not there yet, Kev. <laughs> Stay with us at least. WCL and TCL. Yes, what are their well, focal length? What are the focal lengths of them? Oh, when you, when you okay. Them so why, why That's not the question, by the way. I'm just halfway oh, through it. I think the wide went down to 18, and the TCL went up to about 50-ish. Oh, well, it wouldn't be that far 56. I love no, it. 50, but 75 if you have the X100 with the tally, uh, with the internal mm. tally conversion. Yeah. So you can have 75 stacked. Until 2021 or so, Capture One used to correct for lens distortion for photos taken with the two conversion lenses attached to my X100 cameras. However, subsequent versions of Capture One failed to provide the necessary corrections in this area. I found partial and not very satisfactory solutions on Tintinet for this issue. Does Lightroom or any other editing program perform better in this specific area? Best wishes from Sunny Barcelona. Dragos. Well, that's a bit odd because, I, again, I don't know about Capture One because don't use it, so I can't really comment. I'd be surprised if they just suddenly stopped doing that. However, mm. there's a couple of things to remember with those um, teleconverters. Mm. In the X100 settings, if you have the version one of the teleconverters or wide-angle converter, yep. then you need to tell the camera. In the camera, you've got a setting that says, is the TCL attached? And you say yes or no. And that will update the um, EXIF data to tell the editing software that that lens is attached. It Without does. turning that on, yeah. the software has no way of knowing. It so does it automatically, it though, doesn't it? Does it do it automatically? Well, if you have that setting turned on. Yeah. But the version 2 of those lenses, you don't. it, it automatically tells the camera oh, to turn right. that setting yeah, on yeah, and yeah, off. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it could be that. I'd be really surprised if Capture One has, has just disabled that ability. But... Then again, you know, Capture One said they would never go to a subscription-based model, and they did. I didn't know. Uh, I didn't know because I'm a Lightroom user. I've never used Capture One. I didn't realise they were now subscription. Mm. Mm. Uh, I think we've got time for for another one. Before we do that, Kim Cofield is one of our listeners. Kev, do you know Kim mm-hmm. in Australia land? Nope. Well, she is. Hello, um, Kim. Yep, and uh, I did promise to good do day, a, Kim. Good, good day, Kim. I did promise to do a shout out for Kim. Kim has a podcast called The Art Posse. Inspirational art-making interviews with artists, makers, manufacturers and retailers of arts supplies. Produced by Kim Cofield and Marcus Clearspring. There we go. All you need to know, it's on, well, wherever you get your podcasts. And the reason I'm mentioning it, and it's a little bit self-indulgent, is Kim very kindly interviewed me, little old me, Kev, hmm. for, the, for the podcast. We're talking about sound and stuff like that. And I, I said, well, I, I really enjoyed it. I don't get to do stuff like that. You've appeared on loads of podcasts. Kev, yeah. Kev is in demand. I mean, you've been on many, 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 many podcasts. I don't get to be on many. So we talked all about, um, well, we mentioned you as well, Kev. We talked about you. Um, so there we go. I've, I've mentioned it. Make sure you send me the link and we'll make sure it's linked in the, in the show notes. Art Supply Posse. Not just Art Posse, Art Supply Posse. Right, yours from Facebook. Oh, I thought we were. I thought we were done. No, I Hang said on. one more. You can't do. Uh, what do you want to do? Go back to chess or something? Yeah. Well, I've got a bit of a tricky situation going on. What's your tricky situation? Well, it's uh, it's a guy I'm playing. Well, actually, I don't know if it's a guy. You're actually but, playing somebody while we're recording. Cal, this. yeah, Cal Chapman. <laughs> He's in where is he? Uh, Singapore. Anyway, that's yeah. amazing, isn't it? Can you? But years and years and years ago, somebody would have said, "Well, one day, Kev, you go." Because I know you've always liked. 
uh, chess. I think you have, haven't you? Uh, uh, somebody would have said, "Kev, you're going to be playing people in Singapore, or Australia." I or, love, or I love wherever. the names people use on the on the their profiles. And so I tell you the names of the people I'm playing. Go on. Right. I'm playing um, Paige Crin. Yeah. <laughs> I'm playing George Smiley. <laughs> I'm playing Kiatoa. I'm playing Das Funtum. I'm playing Cal Chegwin. I'm playing Gorilla Slaps, and I'm playing Metal Hurland. Gorilla Slaps. Blimey. Gorilla Slaps. George Smiley. Now, who was he? He was a TV show. George Smiley was. Wasn't he George Smiley the guy that's... No, no. Um, I'll look it up while you read your question. Um, I'll look up George Smiley. Paul Sillard says, just wondering about keeping selling my X100V. (laughs) I have also got both the X-H2 and the X-H2S and a good collection of glass, including many of the small F2 ranges. With the X100V, I have both adapters too. Would you recommend selling the X100V kit to free up some dollars and space and just use the X-H2 with the F2 lens for lightweight excursions? Note that I'm fully aware of the special features of the X100V, such as hybrid viewfinder, which he never uses. Fast flash sync. Oh, yeah. easy for me to say that. No, I know. Um, Well, ultimately, Paul, the answer is do you use the camera? If you you don't use it much, get rid of it. If you... you if you find yourself using it, don't. However, I would say that um, the Fujicast Facebook group, which is a lovely place, is littered, and I mean littered, with posts about people regretting selling their X100s. Yes. So, you know, your mileage may vary. I wouldn't but- sell it. I was really surprised um, in the last year. No, in fact, it might have been last last year. I don't know. I shot, I, I shot a wedding... In fact, no, it was this year. It was earlier on this year. I shot a wedding using the X100 as one of my my main cameras. Absolutely loved it. And I know you're wincing a bit, Kev, because you say, oh, hang on, it's a single card camera. Um, So I was swapping out my cards quite often, but loved it. The experience, the freedom you've got from a camera that size Mm. is just immense. And I, I rarely leave home without it. That sounds like an advert. I mean, yeah, in Paul's case, you know, there is no comparison between the X100V and the X-H2 no, or 2S you can't even in terms to, of size. Yeah, no, 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 about, no. Uh, not about what, what goes on inside, but size. You know, you're yeah. never, ever, you know, if you're just deciding to go to go to the park for the, an hour or whatever, you're unlikely to go, oh, let me just go and get my X-H2 and, uh, you yeah. know, a lens and all of that kind of stuff. Whereas if your X100V is just by the back door, you're likely to just pick it up and go, aren't you? That's that's always what I think about those kind of I'll conversations. Tell you another thing: the built-in ND filter. You won't find that on the uh, on, on on your XH2, will you? He did. That? He did mention that in the in the special features: hybrid viewfinder, flash, fast fleet, flash, <laughs> flash, flash <laughs> and the ND. Oh, did he mention the ND? Oh, I'm sorry. I he did, yeah. Well, I don't, I, I'm not sure I read it out, though, so oh, it wasn't. Right, that's that. I mean, but he that, did mention it, yeah. That's a game changer, the in, inbuilt ND filter, isn't it? It really is. Very um, good. Yeah. But if you don't use it, you're right. But then again, I didn't use my X100, my original one anymore, Kev. And what did you say to me? I can't believe I sold it. Anyway. Legacy legend. Can you hear that in the background? Barnes is shaking himself out, which means he thinks the programme is over. When you did that, then I automatically put my ear to my microphone. Did you? <laughs> ridiculous. And I realised what I was doing at the moment. I, I, you said, "Can you hear that?" And I put my ear. You to put my ear to the microphone. Oh dear. 
Right, well, that's it. I need to get back to Metal Hill. I know, that, that, uh, yeah, that's it for uh, another week. We've got, uh, maybe we've got one more before Christmas, possibly two. Yeah, we we will have to have maybe, oh, we've definitely got one, but maybe, I don't know, yeah, it depends on the day. Yeah, a little Christmas special or something, I don't know, just, just. uh, um, It'll be between Christmas and New Year. it will be, I think. Anyway, unless we decide to have a break. Yeah, that, that's more than likely and uh, you'll be playing chess anyway so uh, yes so like, send all your Christmas presents for the show to me at my <laughs> studio it always happens whenever we receive anything you get it and you say one day I'll share this with you and you never do uh, but there we, there we go thanks very much for your, your emails keep sending them into click at fujicast.co.uk you did say the Facebook we uh, you, you were a few messages down Kev yeah we seem to be slowing up a little bit come but on. maybe it's that time of the year yeah, very cold so, yeah, if you've got more questions, bang them in there. There are millions that we never got around to answering. I do keep saying I need to sort this all out, but it's a tricky thing to figure out. If you are a patron, then uh, our Patreon pop-up is going to... We're going to talk a little bit about the 2nd of March. So pop on over there, and we'll uh, we'll tell you more about it. And I'll see you in a couple of weeks, Kev. Bye! Bye! The Fujicast is an independent Loading Zone production. Email the show with your questions and words of wisdom to click at fujicast.co.uk email any complaints and political nonsense to our wives who will deal with your comments in their own good time and in their own good way 